Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from the liquored up city of Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to be talking about liquor. Booze and the Mormon church. You liquor, you broader. And Utah. <laughs> okay. And uh, basically, it's a... It's a cautionary tale. It's a, it's a, it's, I don't know what the tale is. It's uh, but I, I will say this: uh, people who come to Utah are certainly fascinated by our liquor laws. And we're going to talk about the Mormon churches. Um, uh, they they don't exert they don't exert any influence, do they? Of of whatever whatever law they want to have control over, <laughs> they get to have control over. It. It's so. a special situation. Yeah. It's a nice, nice, nice system. We'll, we'll, get, system. we'll get to that later. Separation of church and state is, church and state is strong mm. in it's, Utah. Separation of church and state in Utah is about four blocks. That's true. It's, yeah. a, it's just, well, not even that. Not even that. Not, it's like yeah. two blocks. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> two city blocks. <laughs> That's church office the, building, state capital. That's, anyway, we'll get to all of that. It'll be fun. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, mm. why, don't, why don't you tell us a story, Frank? Well, I have the story... Of some conservative Protestants. Oh. And who've, who, well, it's about conservative Protestants and their divorce rate. Oh, dear. And, um, which is high. Oh. Already. Okay. And, and there's reasons that it's high. Like, um, these are, these are sort of Bible belty types, right? Okay. Um, evangelical types, but just conservative Protestants in general. Mm, whatever that is. Sure. Okay. Uh, they tend to get married young, mm -hmm. um, have kids young. Sure. And, uh, sure. That's the aesthetic. That's... Avoid education. <laughs> right. Otherwise well... they were starting to sound like Mormons. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, as, as soon as you throw in the, the whole, uh, education, education thing, mm -hmm. uh, it causes, causes problems. They eschew the education. Yes. And it causes problems for their marriages. Oh. And they have a high divorce rate. Oh. Well, apparently... Um, it's contagious. It what? affects their non-conservative Protestant <laughs> neighbors' marriages as well. What? There, what does that even mean? It means that in these regions where you have a large number of conservative Protestants yeah. uh, who are getting divorces at higher rates, their non-conservative Protestant neighbors... Who don't have the same model of that they've been following for their marriage tend to also have higher rates <laughs> of divorce. Oh, they're According setting examples. To, yeah, well, it's just sort of it's the it creates a society, it creates a, a yeah. culture that people live in. Um, there you go. So uh, it's a new study titled Red States, Blue States, and Divorce, Understanding the Impact of Conservative Protestantism on Regional Variation in Divorce Rates. I was really hoping you were going to say red states, blue states, one states, two states. <laughs> I don't know. It just started It started to sound a little Dr. Seuss to me. And, was, then, it, and then it sounded very un Dr. And then, Seuss. And then you took a sharp left. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I just, I just liked that. I, li I like the idea. I, I mean, I don't like it. I think divorce is, is well... I think divorce is great. Divorce is great if it's needed. Yeah. Right. I but you were young and married. Yeah, and then I got divorced. Yeah. I'm and you know, and I have it's this is no reflection on my ex wife, but I'm very glad that I got divorced. Mm-hmm. 
it was it was that was not the it was the right decision that was not the right marriage for me right the my current marriage is the right marriage for right. me divorce is great i you, th- i mean you need to have the option of like realizing you made mistakes it's, it's a, not what you wanted a big boo boo there's no but, the, and, and yes i agree with you 100% and i'm not trying to like malign divorce right. and like man, 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 you people who get divorced but i do think it's important to how to to for society yeah to embrace values which have shown to actually create stronger marriages in the first place sure so that you don't have to go through something like a divorce right, right. divorce right. is hard and it's awful it's an right. awful thing to go through right. even even the most amicable of divorces is still a pain in the ass right and so and we clearly know that when people get married just a little bit older yeah. and they don't rush into having kids and they also happen to be educated right then they tend to have stronger marriages that last well you know we say educated as though that what what that ends up meaning is not that you learn anything in school about how to be married better but what you do learn is who you are exactly you study you more than anything and then you well you know like what you want in a partner and you probably date Multiple kinds of people, lots I, of kinds of people. I hope that most degrees you are studying a little bit more than just you. No, and Dan, no, you're not, Dan. You were you were a theater major. <laughs> I think you did a lot of studying. That's with true. You. I, more so than than most other no, degrees. Actually, the opposite. When you're a theater major, you study everybody else. Because you're I trying thought, to pretend to be them all. Spend like your whole freshman year trying, like doing <laughs> weird things that make you cry in class. You do, you do. You're right. A lot of rolling around on the ground <laughs> is what we did. I know too many theater majors, Dan, to know that, that that you did a lot of like. They really do break you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, there you go. Le- <laughs> less so now, actually. But what's funny is that they're they're not as good anymore yeah yeah you need to you, you need to bust them down <laughs> yeah that's it's uh, important. well there you go divorces sued, right divorces are uh are, are an issue I, yeah. I, I here's the thing i think, I think that what the cause of divorces is not something going wrong in the marriage it's people not knowing who the fuck they are before they get married right. and not learning anything about what they want in a partner before they get married and here's an interesting fact it after so so after your first divorce they say that af- if you have a second divorce, after your second divorce, you're far more likely to have multiple more divorces. That was my grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. Because the second divorce means that you haven't, you didn't learn anything from divorce mm. number one, or you didn't learn the lessons that you needed to learn from divorce number one. And mm. and, and it, it it's not always the case, but it shows a recidivism pattern of like diving back into a marriage Without having figured out what it is, like, it's not your marriage that's the problem. It's you making choices. You're a selfish bastard. <laughs> well, if you are a selfish bastard, you need to marry someone who can be with a selfish bastard. Right. You know, it's not about, like, you don't have to, I mean, you should change you for the better. Probably, we should all be trying to change ourselves for the better. You should probably try to become less of a bastard less of a bastard, a little more altruistic. Less of a bastard works well in marriage. <laughs> Just in as a general rule, a little more generous, yeah, with your time and love, yeah, and uh, yeah, and a little, uh, yeah, and and less, you know, if you're less of a bastard, you won't nag your partner about nonsense and stuff as much. And... But what if what if you technically are a bastard? 
Then this is what I'm saying. Because some people, if, I mean, you don't have any control whether your parents were married or not. <laughs> oh, well, there is that. <laughs> then you can't be any less of a bastard. If we're going to use the literal, the original <laughs> word, the original meaning of bastard, you it's 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 a it's a binary system. You're either you either are or are not. Yeah. And then you're just screwed. It's fine. It's and it's, it's fine either way. If you are technically a bastard. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. We have we we. It's not your fault. Thank God I'm atheist. We take the the very controversial position that bastardy is totally acceptable. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm moving on. Okay. Um, I'm sure that you've heard of Susilo Bambang. Oh, Oh. sorry, Susilo Bambang Yudhoyono. Yudhoyono. I was about to correct you. Thank you. Yes, Mm -hmm. Susilo Bambang Yudhoyono. There needs to be something else in there that is said twice. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. <laughs> anyway, this person is the uh, president of Indonesia. Former president? President? Um, I think he's president. Hmm, okay. Either which way, he's the first president of Indonesia to have publicly acknowledged his absolute and total belief in witchcraft. Well. He has proof. He does. It was okay. proven to him. Okay. Uh, he writes Good. in Good. in in his uh, memoir uh, that yes, he wrote a memoir, and uh, and apparently it's a, like a nine hundred page tome. He has a lot thing. to remember. He's, he he's, and he wrote it all. He's like, here are all of my memories. I remember the time I went to the store and my mother wouldn't buy me gum. Then another time I went to the store and she I would buy me gum. <laughs> So that was good. That was improvement. <laughs> but here's what he writes. This is this is his encounter with black magic. Oh, scary. Okay. I'm Quote, suddenly my wife. Oh, I'm going to do this in a big spooky <laughs> voice. Suddenly my wife screamed. Oh. So, oh, well, crap. If you're going to include Indonesian words, I'm not going to be able to do this spooky. Dicky dicky bang bang. <laughs> really? Frank <laughs> just all right. Dicky dicky bang bang is what it says, which apparently is translated to "There is always a choice." Oh, there is always a choice. That's a dicky dicky bang bang. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. There was a thick dark cloud hovering beneath the ceiling, trying to enter my bedroom. I then asked everyone to pray to seek Allah's help. I closed the door oh. to my room, but left others wide open. The revolving clouds eventually headed out of my house. Ooh. Wow. That is scary. That is scary. Yeah. Spooky things happening in Indonesia. Okay. Okay. That's the leader of a major country in our world. Yeah. A lot of people live there. Uh Uh-huh. That's a big big country. Big populace. Yeah. Uh, A lot of people in Indonesia apparently believe in witchcraft. Of course, Islam... Forbids witchcraft, but in forbidding it, acknowledges its existence, yeah, yeah. and uh, and that becomes a real fun little little mm. diddly do there, mm-hmm. where yeah. uh, you know the dark clouds forming it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, right. but just because I mean, I mean, think about it in more sort of like Christian terms. Mm-hmm. You may not pray to Satan, but you believe he's there. Yeah, yeah, and he can uh, like. Have power over you and blah blah. blah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay. I mean, yeah. I think I think we should. I think if you're if you're confronting Christians, you should talk only about the the dark side of their belief. 
Oh. Because it has to be there. If you yeah. believe in the Bible, then you believe in all of that crap. Just be like, so what do you, tell me what you believe about hell. Right. Or, or well, no, what, tell me what you believe. Can I want, you know, in the Bible, how it talks about uh, Moses throwing Aaron's rod down and it turns into a snake. Can you guys do that? <laughs> Is that still something you I do? I want to see that. <laughs> oh, I mean, Moses did it. Why can't yeah. you guys do that? Yeah. Quick, throw the stick down. See what it turns into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Throw a little stick down and make it to, turn it into a worm. Why just not? a little one. Yeah, just, just a worm. doesn't have to be Harmless. like something big like a snake. A little earthworm. Yeah. Actually, it's good for the soil. It's good for the soil. Planting a garden, <laughs> throw some sticks down. Throw down a few yeah. sticks yeah. and command Get them, them like, to be you know, worms. Do their little organic thing. <laughs> be <soil>. thou worm! <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> oh. Anyway, oh, okay. so that, that's that. So they... Uh, that. That is fascinating. Has there been any like repercussion for no, him? No. Nobody has said boo about it? I think it's a pretty f- superstitious country. Everybody's kind of down for it. Ugh, Good God. job. Indos. Wow. Indonesia. Can I call them Indos? Is that a, is that the proper? I think that's a, somewhere <laughs> that's close to Tiki Tiki Bang Bang. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's something a little. Uh, well, I figure if we're gonna go wrong. racist, little, we're gonna little, we might as well just go all the way. That. Yeah. So sorry, guys. All right. Sorry, Indonesian <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Okay. We know nothing about let's, your let's country. Let's move on to we, another story before we get more <laughs> more trouble than we're already in. All right. Well, I have a story about the Tiger Mom. Do you remember the Tiger Mom, Dan? Oh yeah. She's the she's the one who like she's the one that held up Simba over the crowd and said, "One day, all everything that the light touches will be yours." I don't think that was the Tiger Mom. Oh, that's the Lion King. That was Sorry. The, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Tiger Mom is the woman uh, Amy Chua. Is her name. Mm. That's how I'm going to say it, at least. Um, she is the one who... She wrote a book a few years ago about how to, like, raise, like, a, a really highly high-performing child, mm. right? And it's a lot of, like, you know, old-world discipline right. and beatings and lashings. And sure. you're going to be a master concert pianist, whether you like it or not. Right, exactly. Thing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, like, like that that's sort of the you have no time for like socializing or anything your life is to learn and to right. learn how to play this instrument there's always an instrument involved i don't know why <laughs> because you have to learn it's and it's usually the piano or like the cello or violin or something yeah it's always a very classic classical instrument yeah uh anyways um so she's coming out with a new book called the triple package um and uh she co-wrote it with her husband Jed Rubenfield Rubenfeld. Oh. You think I... Anyways. Uh, how three... Oh, so it's the triple package. How three unlikely traits explain the rise and fall of cultural groups in America. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so what she's saying... So she has these... Th- so she she's specifically... And the way this ties into religion is that she looks at Mormons and Jews um, mm. as sort of the two religious examples in the book. Apparently, mm. I haven't read it. Okay, everybody, we haven't read it. <laughs> so before you start yelling at us, um, we're, I'm going off of uh, stuff I've read about right. it. So anyway, so Mormons and Jews, and then uh, and also immigrants from Cuba, Lebanon, Iran, Nigeria, China, and India, mm. and points out that they seem to be more socioeconomically successful than other groups in America. Right. And she says that they all that all these groups share three traits. One, 
a superiority complex. Oh. Um, so, like... They think they're better than everybody else. They think else. that there's... Yeah, so, like, with in the case of Mormons, they're, they're, they're the only ones going to heaven. They're the only ones that got it figured out. They're the only ones with God's true word. Right. Blah, blah, blah. They have the living prophet, that whole thing. So, they, they set themselves up as being better than everybody else. Right. Luckier than, more blessed than, sure. all that crap. Okay. And then number two is a corresponding insecurity. Oh, yeah. That feeds off of. I was going to say, because the, so they, they've got a concurrent martyr thing going on. <laughs> and you know what? Jews, it's kind of the same deal. They mm-hmm. call themselves the chosen people and then talk nonstop about how they're like, they get shit on for yeah. eternity, which, I mean, you know, w- with good reason. Yeah. They get shit on a lot. Yeah. But yeah, yeah you, you you okay. So okay, you combine so, being being extra special and with for some reason everybody and, hates and us. everybody hates. Why don't they like us? <laughs> but we're so much better than them. We're Why so, don't they like us? They, they need to love us. We're the best. <laughs> God anointed us. Yeah. Why don't it you love us? Seems pretty easy to develop the second one after you have the first <laughs> Once, one really nailed down. Right, 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 right. Once you've locked in that we're better than everybody thing. Yeah funny how people start bucking up against that yeah kind of weird uh and then uh the third reason and this is this is clearly it's not surprising because it's the tiger mom mm. uh she says impulse control is oh. the third the third sort of feature uh and that these three things working together it's not that they're that there's higher iq or exceptional self self-esteem within these communities sure it's just Sort of this sense of like, just I'm gonna do it right, right. I I am the best. I'm the best. So I, ha- I deserve the best. People don't acknowledge me as the best, so I have to f- prove to everybody that right. I'm the best. And so coupled with that, having this ability to like put off immediate, you know, um, um, you know or being able to delay gratif- um, gratif- gratification, gratification. I kept wanting to say gratification, <laughs> gratification. Um, yeah, that that's uh, that, huh. that 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 kind of is she, creates the scenario. Is she using data to back any of this up, or is she just making these claims? No, she's a tiger mom. She doesn't. Need, she, she doesn't need statistics. Well, I'll tell you what. I just did a Google search, an image search for tiger mom. Uh oh. Meow. Really? Hi there, tiger is she mom. A little, is she a little, little Asian, hottie? Asian hottie there. Tiger mom. Let me let me go. Let me go for this images although there's also there's one picture among all of oh. these pictures of her there's yeah. a, there's one picture of some other lady holding a baby tiger and her daughter her baby daughter <laughs> or something <laughs> like oh okay yep wow. tiger mom okay yeah. yeah yeah she she's oh there's her laughing she she kind of has a very stern laugh oh yeah face oh she look oh she looks like she'll kill you <laughs> anyway no i i, I do think i I yeah, she's uh it doesn't seem like she's basing anything on anything real. She's hmm. just making claims. Yeah, but she has like she's got this name now. She can sell books. Heck That's yeah. the glorious thing in this country. Once I you think... have a name, you can make up anything in a book, write it down, right, get it published, and sell a bunch of copies. Yeah. I think what That's we... all you have to do. I think the lesson that we need to learn from this is that if you want to be successful, mm-hmm. Join. You need to become a, a Mormon or a Jew. Well, that's what that's basically what she's saying. Join Mormonism it would or be Judaism. Helpful if you were also Cuban, <laughs> yeah, or find, Nigerian or Iranian. Find or... a way to become Cuban 
and then join either Mormonism or Judaism. Yeah. A, a Cuban Jew, you're set for life. Yeah. Also, I think the other takeaway from this is if you're Mormon or Jewish and you're not so successful, what's just, wrong with you? You are a failure. Yeah. You are a failure. You had all this going for you. You and you, you wasted it. You, you squandered. <laughs> you are bad, your birthright. and you should feel bad. That's that's what we're learning. Yeah. All right, Tiger Mom. Thanks yeah. a lot for all of that useful inv- uh, uh, advice and, yeah. and or comment commentary. Yeah. Well, um, she just probably just looked at herself. She clearly has she, a sense of superiority. She's like, I am. Whatever I'm doing is working. I'm going to, I, and my husband's a Jew, so obviously Jews work too. She didn't say anything about being Asian. No, no, it's one uh, Chinese. If you're Chinese, that, that's oh, good. okay, okay. So that, there that, you go. that's helpful. Good. If what you're about Chinese? The, I thought Japanese were, were were the ones that had the reputation for doing so well. Oh um, yeah, Indians, Indians. Yeah, I maybe. I mean, you know, it's funny. I make As some. A nation, I make some sure. stereotypical joke about you know pe- Asians being bad drivers or whatever. She's just. It's all stereotypes. Yeah, she's written a whole book about like, look at all these groups that yeah. do good. Well, and I should also, like, this is also kind of funny. Um, apparently, like, people are just ripping the thing apart in the media, right? Like, mm. I didn't read any of those. I I came across um, this whole thing on a Mormon's blog. Mm. Who's like, she's like, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, that Jenna Reese over at the Religion News Service. Yeah. It was just like, oh, yeah, no, this totally makes sense. Oh, my I can God. See that. Oh, no, my no, God. That totally makes sense. No, no. <laughs> Wrong. She's like, I wish she had talked more about impulse control because clearly that's an important thing. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, was like, okay, sweetheart. When, when you aren't, uh, I mean, I will say this. I was thinking about BYU students just the other day. Mm-hmm. What was I thinking about? It was, it was something to do with, uh, oh, how they're making all these films. They, oh, yeah. they make terrible films, but they're actually getting out there and doing it. Yeah, these yeah, BYU yeah, yeah. students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're making all, they're, if you live here, you know there's Mormon movies that pop up left and right. Yeah, yeah. And they get into the theaters because Mormons will pay to see what other Mormons have done. Right. <laughs> and I was just thinking about like, wow, they're real. The truth is that when you're not spending your college years like getting Booze. getting laid and boozed, yeah, you can be pretty effective. Mm-hmm. You can get some shit done. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. Maybe, you know, there is something to this impulse control deal. Oh, no, yeah, clearly. I, I mean, clearly, <laughs> if you could, if if that was Not that, that's, not that that shouldn't be obvious to everybody. Right. If but you if, can control your impulses, you're going to master yourself better. Right. All right, I'm going to a story that was sent in to us uh, from across the pond. Andy in mm-hmm. Cambridge, England okay. sent this one in. All Thanks, right. Andy. Yeah, thank you. Uh, this is, I had to look up <laughs> what this was. Um, it's, it's, uh, in the guardian, it says UKIP suspends counselor, uh, UKIP. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what it was. It's okay. a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, a political party. They are oh. conservative libertarian and, okay. and founded largely in response against, uh, the, the European union. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of where they're coming from. So they suspended this counselor uh, who – is he – yeah. Uh, he's a counselor in Henley-on-Thames. Oh, that sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful name. So it's something to do 
with a, something that he said about gays. Do you want to take a guess as to what kind of thing he may have said to get himself suspended from the conservative libertarian party in the UK? Uh, that he's fine with it? He's fine with gay people? No. Quite the opposite. He blamed the floods, recent flooding, on on <laughs> oh, on no. the UK's decision to legalize gay marriage. <laughs> no. <laughs> really? It just goes to see... The, okay, so we... Of course, we have apeshit crazy politicians who make comments like that all the time yeah. in the U.S. Right. But in the U.S., if you're in the Tea Party and you make that comment, they applaud yeah, you. They stand up and cheer, yeah. So I just yeah. thought that that was an interesting little... Little take. UKIP, of course, stands for the U United Kingdom Independent Party. Mm, uh, of course, it does. I, yeah, I just thought that that was fascinating. That uh, that yes, uh, David Sylvester has huh. uh, has been suspended from his party as reapers. Really? Yeah. No, that's interesting. He he had warned the prime minister of repercussions <laughs> if gay marriage went ahead. And here is one. Aha! Here it is. Here yes. it is. Do you yeah. see that over there? There you Gays. go. Gays caused that. Gays. <laughs> it's a and, fair assessment, Frank. And their marriages. Frank, you got to admit. I mean, I know that you're a gay man, so you want to side with the gays. But obviously, mm -hmm. if you legalize gay marriage mm. and floods happen, mm. duh. Yeah. Well, if, if something happens after something else, then clearly <laughs> it must have been caused by that's causation, the right first there. Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> makes sense to me. Sure. Yeah. See, there you go. Hmm. All right. So flooding. It just that's that's just what happened. Anyway, thanks, Andy, for sending that in. <laughs> Thank you. Coming from an American perspective, the fact that they're actually like getting clearing out their extremists yeah from a party that seems fairly extreme yeah well huh. yeah huh. we could learn a thing or two from those british yeah except, i feel like yeah. i mean we could also learn some awful things from the brits but nobody, you know. nobody ever points those out <laughs> no no <laughs> no you never hear that <laughs> All right. Well, I have a, the another little article um, that is about um, an event down in Louisiana where um, some uh, there's a lawsuit mm. uh, that has been filed. A mother and father are suing a Louisiana school district, um, alleging that um, that their child was religiously harassed. Their child is Buddhist. Oh, well, that's the problem right there. Yeah. Of course he's there, he or she is going to be harassed. They're Buddhists. <laughs> I, I know. They, they should have figured, they should have thought that one through <laughs> they first. They just weren't thinking. Um, and uh, that was pretty much the position of the school district. <laughs> um, they the, These parents claim that Christianity is uh, regularly taught in the classroom. There's, mm. there's uh, regular prayer. In the classroom. Oh, good. Oh, good. Um, and uh, that uh, the lawsuit alleges that a science teacher um, spoke openly about her faith <laughs> and uh, reportedly said that people who do not believe in God are stupid. <laughs> well, that's science. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was teaching that the world is uh, 6,000 years old. Right. So she course. was teaching the whole creationism thing. <laughs> right. And young earth creationism to be specific. Well, yes, thank you. And uh 
let's see. Um, apparently, also the, in the lawsuit, it says that uh, this teacher called uh, the student, uh, the Buddhist student, mm-hmm. um, called the Buddhist. Uh, this I'm sorry, called the students Buddhism stupid mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, she, uh, she likes to throw around the stupid word. <laughs> well, obviously it's correct because Buddhists believe things mm-hmm. that just are probably not true. <laughs> Whereas she knows what's really true. Mm-hmm. Which is that, you know, somebody can well, walk I mean, on water and stuff. In that case, the teacher, yeah, she was right. She was wrong <laughs> to say, to, yeah, to, to use stupid in, in the other situation. But in that situation, yeah, she was absolutely <laughs> right and correct. Um, and let's see. Um, apparently, when the family first complained to the school district, um, they were told that, quote, this is the Bible Belt. <laughs> and uh, they suggested that the student transfer to another school. Or perhaps change his faith. Do, do, do you even know where you are? Do you even know where you live? Well, if you want to be in this school, you need to be a Christian. Go move somewhere liberal like yeah. Texas. If you don't well, like it. Well, actually, this is a case where li- Texas might seem liberal. I know. That's what um, I'm saying. Like This is crazy talk. Yeah. Um, this is one of those schools that has a uh, picture of Jesus. Well, yeah. Hanging up in the hallways over the, the main entrance to the school. I just assumed that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. This is, this is a very good school. Yeah. And yeah. it's very well run. I did see this art, the, this story, and I apparently the, this, the I liked that the teacher, like, on one of her tests had put the question, uh, isn't it amazing what the blank has made? As one of the one of the questions on a science test, the baker. What? Yeah, exactly. What, what a delicious cake! What the people at CERN have made? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. isn't it amazing the Large Hadron Collider? <laughs> isn't it amazing what the asteroid has made? Yeah, yeah, all amazing. Apparently, apparently, the correct answer is Lord, Lord. Oh, okay. So I guess it's a reference to that song Royals. Oh, Isn't it amazing man. what the Lord has made? Yeah. And will never be royal. <laughs> isn't that Lord? Who sings I that? I don't know. Pretty sure. Well, oh, there you go. That, isn't that great, though? Yeah. That's just that's just so... It's, uh, it's like <sighs> the Constitution doesn't exist in parts of our country. Yeah. There are yeah. entire parts of our country that have forgotten. We're, you know, we're... It's... <laughs> We're still we're still figuring this whole thing we're out, still, Dan. We're st- we really are. We're a young country, as countries go. <laughs> yeah, only a couple hundred years old. Uh, we uh, we need uh, some time to sort some of these these problems yeah, out. Uh, you know, we were settled by crazies for the most part. Yeah, I mean, people came to this country because they weren't welcome where they left because they were religious nut jobs. Well, there were a lot e- of those, and yeah. everybody was like, um, "You guys don't fit in here," and they were like, "Fine, we're going to go across the ocean." Yep. Yeah. 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 It's a bad way to start a country. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you when, want to be a happy atheist 200 and some odd years later. Right. Well, when your country started by people calling themselves pilgrims, or that maybe they didn't call themselves pilgrims. I don't know if they called themselves pilgrims, but we call them pilgrims now. Yeah. As though they were on a pilgrimage to a holy site. Right. But no, they just came here. Yeah. When I was a kid, I always got the pilgrims and the pioneers mixed up. Me too. Yeah, it was Me hard. Me too. As a Mormon... Yeah. You know, you get your you get your P word people mixed up. 
when they both did a big trip for right. religious reasons. Right. And, one founded uh, a co- one group founded a country. The other group founded a, a state, yeah. a territory. Yeah. Both yeah. had sort of similar reasoning. Anyway. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that's right. Everybody in Australia and around the world, we call the people the English people that came across the ocean and started our country. We we call them pilgrims. That's yep. so weird. Yeah. Um. Fortunately, they were mostly gone by the time the country was actually founded. By the time the yeah, by the time, by the time they the, created the, like the revolution took place. Yes, that's true. But they were by and large. It was. It wasn't them. It, it, it was, was not it was they no longer... who declared their independence from the UK. <laughs> it yeah. was not they. Anyway, um, I'm going to move on to uh, Italy. I love Italy. I know you do. I adore Italy. And yes. Everything about Italy. Like, anything that happens <laughs> there, I love it. You're going to love food. this. food. This is a good one. The sights. <clears throat> a Salvadoran nun mm-hmm. living in Italy. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Does she love Italy, too? I imagine. I don't know. Okay. She loves something in Italy. She was oh? she was complaining of stomach aches, bad oh. stomach aches. No, couldn't have been the food. The no, it's so good. You get a little bloaty though. They like to over, they like to overstuff you. You just have to know how to say no. Indeed, I mean it's it's a skill. It actually, is a skill you have to develop there. to tell an Italian mother, <laughs> I don't want any your... more food. No, because <laughs> no, just no means yes, please. Yeah, you need to know how to say. You do. You have to get between. The food and your plate. Right. You have to block. You have to, <laughs> yeah. you have to know how to block. Play defense on the food. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this nun, she was complaining of stomach cramps mm. until she had her baby, which she didn't know was no. there. No, come on. She didn't know. A 31-year-old I mother. I never buy that story. Like the, 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 the girl at the prom. You, you know? think, although it happens enough that it seems like it's actually a thing. Like... Because women's periods will stop sometimes, but you and you'll put on weight. I mean, and some I mean, women, some women don't grow the way others do. Some women become very, very obviously pregnant. Most women, right? And some women don't. I guess if she was of a certain size already, mm. maybe she could have. Uh, yeah. Well, regardless, if she, if she already she claims out her habit, she claims that she did not know she was pregnant. She just felt stomach pain. It. I don't buy it. Uh, and then, uh, and then, boop! Out comes a little one. She may not have known she was pregnant, but she suspected <laughs> she was pregnant because she had had sex, and now she was like, she was had morning sickness. She knew she knows she's a woman. She knows she she's, she's a, had morning she's sickness. A nun. She's old enough to know. She's been around the block. A yeah, couple but times, she's apparently she's a nun. She doesn't know anything. Well, she had sex. She, Yes, that much I think is clear. I mean, unless be... I mean there is precedent within Catholicism, within Catholicism <laughs> no. for this to have happened without having sex. I'm just going to say it. <sighs> that just—it's been so long <laughs> yeah. since there's been a, a virgin. It's, it's birth. about time. It's about yeah, time. That's true. Are we coming <laughs> up on a jubilee? Here? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, she uh, she named the baby Francesco. Which oh, as is, in Francis? As in Francis. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I think when she you're a nun. She named it after the Pope? She named it after the, sure. Oh, God. For all we know, she named it after the dad. Well, there could be a Francesco. Or there could around. be a. Around. 
Pope Francesco. Jeez. What if she had? What if she had the Pope's child? Ooh, that's a holy child. Yeah, or super child. evil. <laughs> I'm sure. Born of the in worst the history sins. of the church, she would not be the first nun to to give birth to, to a give Pope's child. To, yeah, I'm sure that's true. Oh, I'm sure. Totally. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You go back in the day. Oh, some pope has knocked up a nun or two. Oh, no, guarantee. <laughs> now, whether the whether the the poor woman survived to actually have the child—that's another. Well, or I mean, obviously, you real. you don't talk about that. I like this. The <laughs> nun belongs to uh, an order called the Little Disciples of Jesus, <laughs> which to me means that now there's an extra little disciple of Jesus. <laughs> Now there's another one. The littlest disciple of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Fun. Oh, we have fun. Oh. Well, if you want to have fun with us, nun. you can write to us. You can you can you can contact us. This is true. Fun things are happening. You can write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Right. Or go on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Good stuff happening there. It's facebook.com slash TGIatheist. And the reason that we say that, as oh. opposed to just saying find us on Facebook, is that right. there are other Facebook like groups and pages called thank god i'm atheist oh. or thank god i'm an atheist or whatever we're, yeah we're not don't leave don't put that and in there oh there's it's so wrong so mm-hmm. we are tgi atheist yes so that's where how you find us you could also go to fate or to uh the itunes oh oh that's yeah. a good thing we are so close to th- to to some some milestones some serious likeage uh on followage on on the itunes or so ratage I yeah guess. exactly so if if you have if you find yourself having not rated us on iTunes yet, mm-hmm. help us get over the mark. We, we're, we're, we're approaching 300 ratings mm-hmm. and approaching 200 uh, reviews. Yeah. So if you have some time, review and rate yeah, us. Yeah, it'd, it'd be glorious. Yeah. It would really be glorious. Yeah. Only It's only really glorious if you give us five stars, though. Yeah. And it's really helpful like <laughs> if you go out and do this like right now. Yeah. Because I, I there's I know I, I mean I don't know this for sure but there seems to be when there's activity with people liking us we kind of shoot up in search results yeah yeah here's and the so thing it helps us be a little bit more here's the discoverable thing. you're listening to us on a device that can probably do this just super easy right now just bleep. you could just pause right now you don't even have to pause I don't think you have to now just go to yeah. iTunes mm-hmm. and uh, click rate the, find us mm-hmm. and then click rate we've given you plenty of time. <laughs> Don't you think it's about time? Don't you think it's about time? Uh, Well, all right. We should take a quick break. Let's do that. This is a love. This is a. um, Do we know the name of the woman? I know she's a candidate for. She's a Republican candidate for office up in Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, she's running for the U.S. Senate. Oh, (laughs) U.S. Senate. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Oh my God. Um, she's gonna sort of explain what's going on. Bear with us. The quality of the audio is not fantastic, but the, but the payoff. quality of the event is what's fantastic. Yeah. So we'll let her tell. We'll let us. She's going to tell us what's going on, and then she's going to get to the good stuff. I'm here in Anchorage, Alaska. I'm at the Alaska Club West, and I'm spending a little time in the steam room with Susie. Susie doesn't know Jesus Christ as her savior, but ironically, she has a pastor slash priest who is her neighbor. 
So she has allowed me to sing and deliver a message in the Holy Ghost in tongues. I don't have much battery time left, so I have to go fast. And I wanted to sing a little worship song, too. One point of clarification. Speaking in tongues or singing in tongues is very valuable because the message cannot be understood by Satan. But the Holy Spirit can use that message to bring deliverance, to bring clarity, to give discernment and words of wisdom and knowledge. And tongues is interpreted by a person who has the gift of interpretation. So I'm going to go fast. Satan can't understand what she's saying because it's so important. You know what I've just learned? I might be Satan because I couldn't understand any of that. I know. I know, right? I might be Satan. I know. I've been suspicious all along. <laughs> it's so important. It's so important to do it because mm -hmm. if Satan hears what you're trying to get at, mm. Uh, then a thing, then something. Then he understood it. Then he understood. That is bad. Yeah, because there is nothing that this woman is saying that's making an ounce of sense to me. Yeah, like none of it. Do you really think that there's anything about what you're doing now? Like, okay, let's. I'm just gonna assume, okay, for the sake of this argument, mm -hmm. that Satan and God are both real. Okay, and that Christianity is true. Oh, you're, that's. I'm I don't know that I can go there with you now. Well, no, but I'm going to assume all of that stuff just to make this point. Okay. Assuming all of that, Satan knows what you want. Yeah. It's this very simple equation. Well, Satan wants things, wants you to do bad things. God wants you to do good things. Satan right. wants bad things for you. God wants good things for you. Right. There's nothing you need to keep secret from Satan. No. He's got it down. <laughs> He's got it. And, he, and after fine. all these years, he probably knows God's tricks. Yeah. he Because let me tell you, the Holy Ghost, it's not going to say something revolutionary. No. It's not going to say something that nobody's ever said before. No. Or nobody's never said before. And even if Satan couldn't understand what the Holy Ghost was saying, his, his modus operandi doesn't change. Right. It's the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's great, right? Oh, well, thank you to uh, <laughs> Kathleen Tawn. <laughs> for that uh, lovely explanation. Yeah. As, and I hope you get elected. I, wouldn't good, that be a thing? Good luck in your bid for I, the Senate. I would like to see her um, actually speak to the Senate in tongue. <laughs> oh, on the Senate floor. She'll start singing. So bad. All right. Good grief. Well, we have some people who emailed us. Uh, I would. I wanted to get to some of that because it's good stuff. Okay. Um, for instance, uh, Stephen wrote into us. He said, "Hey, Frank and Dan, really enjoyed the podcast. I M H O. 
Mom, that stands for, in my humble opinion. Uh-huh. Uh, you show that not only are Mormons nice, but even ex-Mormons are. Aw. Not always, but yay. <laughs> yay. Not always on either count. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I wanted to comment on a little rant you guys went on, on in episode 113 about belittling and mocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a distinction needs to be made between people and ideas. Mm-hmm. I think that people deserve respect, at least until they demonstrate that they don't deserve it. Ideas, however, do not deserve respect. They must earn it. It's important to criticize ideas that are flawed. And it's just as important to do so in a way that specifically targets the, the idea, not the person. Mm-hmm. Well, Stephen, I, I agree with you yeah. largely. I think yeah, that that's very a, well put. That's exactly it. I think that what needs to be said and what, what people in our uh, little movement often forget mm-hmm. is that if you disagree with a person, and even if you think that what they're saying is wildly ridiculous mm-hmm. and their idea isn't deserving of any respect, mm-hmm. you still need to converse with them respectfully. Mm-hmm. Because in that in that case, you are, it is a case about respect with the person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. But it doesn't mean that you have to sit there and, you know, not point out where you disagree. Right. But there right. is a nice way to do that. Well, there, I mean, there's an effective way to do that. Mm-hmm. And there's you nothing could, effective could, about making could, a person, putting a person on the defensive. Yeah. You could Bogosian the hell out of them. Bogosian like crazy. <laughs> but, the, but the thing is that, this, the, I mean, and this is what we've learned over, uh, I mean, over all of the time that I've been an atheist, which has been, you know, a little over a decade. I, you know, when I've gotten into arguments with people. They don't see me as 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 attacking their uh, beliefs. Hmm. They associate these beliefs with their own identity. This hmm. is them that I'm attacking. Hmm. Instant, instantly, it becomes I'm attacking them. I'm not attacking their ideas. And it took me forever to figure that out because that's not how my brain works. Mm-hmm. But that. But the fact of the matter is that as soon as they feel like you're attacking them and not their beliefs, they dismiss you completely and just think that you're a jerk. Yeah. So if you want to be dismissed and not make any impact at all, then, you know, then be disrespectful. Go for it. And it'll work. Go do it. Uh, uh, we, quote unquote, not Pope Francis wrote in. Okay. So fun. Just a regular old Francis. I guess you're run of the mill. Everyday Francis. Francis. Francis wrote in. He said, Hi, Frank and Nan. Love you. Love the show. I'm a former Seventh-day Adventist, raised Catholic in French Canada, now living in Indiana. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. It's quite a a history there. Wow. Uh, And he says, But just about a year ago, I finally came out as atheist. Hmm. Been very interesting since. Uh, A Facebook acquaintance of mine is a Calvinist. Its own mm. unique brand of crazy. Mm. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, those Calvinists. That's a that's fun. And claimed that Mormons are not Christians. Oh. I found this curious after looking up the definition of Christian. Uh, seems to fit the definition just as good as every other mainstream denomination. Yeah. Uh, can you speak on how Mormons perceive themselves, either as part of the larger Christian body or as a separate religion? I would like to hear your thoughts on this. And he included the little definition that he found for Christian which is uh, a person who has received Christian baptism or is a believer in Jesus Christ and his teachings. Mm, yeah. And by that definition, Mormons are Christian. Are very much so. Um, and and Mormons believe they are Christian. definitely think of yeah. themselves as Christians. Absolutely. They, they definitely... Now, now you, have, you have stated that you think they're not Christian. I think that they don't belong to um, 
the main the the, the sort of the Christian mainstream in, mm. in the sense that like I don't know if that makes them not Christian or not, but um, the, I mean the deal is is that they they I I do feel that their version of God and mm-hmm. their version of uh, Christ's uh, sacrifice for their sins uh, and uh, and how atonement works and how repentance works. And all of that mm-hmm. is very, very, very different than than the than the standard Christian model. I they agree. have a very, very different view of Christ and His role in their um, eternal sal- salvation. Indeed, and how they get to heaven. And then remember, I mean, their version of the afterlife, which is, we will be, we'll, we'll be going into more of this. Oh no, we won't later. Well, maybe on another. I episode. think on another episode we're yeah. going to be. We, we were asked about it, but um, we're working an email, on and we'll, we'll, we're going to throw together a really nice one for you. But um, the, uh, the their whole cosmology, everything's just so kooky and so unique and so their own that I think they should just just be like, hey, we're we're an offshoot of Christianity. An offshoot. That's an interesting way you of know. putting it. I do think. I mean, but but. But they believe that, that they said, are the restoration of, of the fullness of time. Of Jesus Christ's church. Jesus Christ's church. church that existed before Jesus Christ was ever even on the earth. So they, I mean, they believe in Jesus. They, they read the writing. They read the, the Bible. Uh, and they take what they like. And, and, well, like every, like every group. Yeah, but they actually state that they do that. Well, but they also state that they believe the Bible to be the word of God. In as far as it is translated correctly, Dan. Well, Yeah. But there's always that. So anything that doesn't jive with them, they're just like, uh, yeah, that part wasn't translated correctly. But they follow Jesus. That's all I'm trying to get at. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe that they are Christian in that sense. I, I, and, and frankly, I the, other, the I, other thing is, who I, the fuck cares? Yeah. You know, their beliefs don't change just because somebody, one person's willing to call them Christian and one right. person isn't. Right. And what I believe, that, or what I think they should go do, uh-huh. does not change my perception of whether or not they're christian or <laughs> right 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 i they want to be christian all right fine who cares yeah yeah yep yep um why don't we do uh the voicemail and then we'll do one last email okie doke um yes and so this caller um has uh specifically something to say about the new law in south south carolina yeah, it? I think it was South Carolina. Um, that was allowing um, for a moment of silence, I think is how they ended up passing it, right? Or Ooh. trying to pass it. Right. Well, there was already the moment of silence, and then they were like, but that silence is okay to be broken by the teacher praying. Yes. That's what they were going after. And so this this uh, this is about that. Hey, Frank and Dan. This is uh, your friend Chris from Salt Lake. I just um, – it's been a couple of months since I called. I wanted to say how much I totally love the podcast. Um, listen to it religiously. So um, I was listening to the most recent podcast uh, about the uh, the law that's been proposed in South Carolina, which would allow or sort of require a teacher to offer a prayer in the morning. And I kind of think I'm sort of okay with it in the same sense that I'm sort of okay with the Satanists putting up a statue in front of uh, the state house in Kansas. Um, when when a Muslim uh, teacher offers up an Allah Akbar or um, a an atheist offers a humanist moment, 
parents are going to be up in arms. They're only okay with this as long as it's a Christian prayer. And uh, I think they'll get the taste of their own medicine as soon as just one teacher um, offers something that goes against the norm. It might be suicide for that teacher, but it is constitutional, so we'll see. It would be kind of interesting. Anyway, I love the show. You guys are amazing. Um, I would love to do a Salt Lake meetup sometime. Anyway, thanks so much for what you guys do. Love you. Bye. Aw. Yes. Thanks for that. That's just sweet as can be. Yeah. Well, <coughs> oh my, bless. Yeah, some you, got me. Some, some, I, that, I think I swallowed a bug. Did you? No, no. I think it was a little bit of chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, what do you mean chocolate? We we don't. <laughs> There's no chocolate in here. Well. Eat on the breaks or anything. <laughs> anyway, um, we uh, I I here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I like what he had to say, mm. and. In theory, I totally agree with him mm. that, uh, that yeah, I mean... Oh, it would be delightful. It, it would be worth moving to South Carolina, <laughs> getting teaching credentials, and getting into a... Like, spending, like, seven years infiltrating mm-hmm. just for that moment. Yeah, yeah. No one's going to do it. That's my problem. Yeah. Practically speaking, there's and not in, a person that's going to to challenge this in this way. And in the meantime, you've got all these kids... Being exposed, being well, and yeah, being exposed—it's against their will, yeah, potentially, right? Yeah, and um, yeah, that's not right. No, I mean, how delightful would it be if a teacher just said, "All right, kids, everybody, get out your prayer rugs, and (laughs) today we're going to learn how to pray like Muslims." Face east. (laughs) Here we go. I brought in a. I brought in a an. Imam, can everybody say Imam? That's right. Imam. That's right. And then the kid runs home and is like, "We did a fun kind of prayer where you get to be on a rock and you get to do the thing." And then uh, every every mom collectively just shits her pants. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be great. In theory, I love it. Right. Yeah. But anyways, just not going to happen in practice. And yeah. by the way, uh, and you know what? we The email that I'm about to read brings up the same thing. We will be doing a meetup. Yes. A um, Salt Lake meetup. We've, we've decided we're going to do one. Um, we've, we're looking at the date February 12th. Yes. It's a Wednesday. Um, and the way that we're going to do this, because we're not going to do like a meetup.com thing or anything like no. that, we're, we're looking into some kind of like webby way that you can sign up. But for the meantime, uh, just email us. If you're I, interested, if you would be, if yeah. you want to come out, that'd be great. Yeah. It will be something simple. We'll just go to a bar. Yeah. And, you It'll know, be in maybe... the evening. We're thinking like 7 PM. Yeah. And, uh, so sad. I mean, if. Tell us if you're under 21, and if there's enough people under 21, then we'll then then we'll we'll, we'll, we'll try to figure out a, another location that's not a bar. Yeah, but if 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 everybody's over 21 and, and uh, or or whatever, then uh, we'll, we'll just we'll just, we'll, we'll just go and, and we'll all just have a beer with each other. We we'd love to meet those of you who can make it. Uh, yeah. and so so that's in the works. Yes. Uh, but mark your calendars. Yeah, do that. February and what? February. Excuse me, February twelfth. Yeah, okay. it's a Wednesday, seven p.m. All right, excellent. Um, so uh, here's another email we got. Um, this one is from Josh. Uh, he writes Frank, Dan, and Mackenzie. Oh, he oh. says Mackenzie. Oh, wow, Mackenzie. How about, how about that, Mac? Um, 
I want to thank you guys for all you do. Your podcast and regular Facebook posts keep me happy. Give me a happy place to go. You guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. With that said, I have a, a huge life question, and I don't have anyone to discuss. That I don't have anyone to discuss with. I was raised in an evangelical Pentecostal family, the speaking in tongues and falling down and shaking in the spirit kind. No snakes. <laughs> oh, that's a- <laughs> how delightful that that distinction has to be made. <laughs> I just, in my heart, it makes me happy that you have to. Oh, are you the snakes? No, we're not. We don't do the snakes, but we do the falling down and we do the shaking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the speaking in tongues. Uh, I met my soon-to-be ex-wife in church. She was not raised religious. Uh, In fact, I converted her before we were engaged. She leaned on me for everything spiritual and philosophical during our marriage. Uh, When I began having my doubts, we discussed it together and decided to be agnostic. We discussed what this meant uh, for raising our two children and for our marriage. We left the church and didn't look back. Long story short... She left me for another man, citing, amongst other things, my lack of faith as a reason for leaving me. I'm sorry, that's just dumb. Uh, She has begun to go to church with our children, and the only affordable daycare in the area is a religious one. I'm the only one in my friends and family to deconvert, so so my boys are now deeply immersed in religion. My oldest son has begun to regurgitate the fairy tales he is learning, and even told me I was, quote, making God mad for not praying for dinner. Uh, my, soon-to-be wow. ex-boy, uh, my soon-to-be ex's boyfriend uses a, respe- a respect-based parenting style that includes strict spirituality, spanking with paddles, and intimidation techniques. I, on the other hand, don't believe in breaking the child's spirit. Um, I encourage questions, learning, and and utilize understanding and patience instead of obedience and respect. So the question becomes, how does a dad compete with the simplicity of religion? When my oldest son asks me why, I give him the scientific answer, and he says no, because God made it that way. The simplicity of it is hard to compete with. I feel like I have few options. I can't just wait. I, I can, oh, I can just wait for them to get older and plug them into logic and reasoning, but I'm afraid that religion will have already done its damage on their tender hearts. So he mm. says, uh, "Do I confront religion head on now? Do I undermine it slowly over time, or wait until they can reason things through?" It's agonizing. Yeah. Wow, you are in a really fun position there, Josh. Yeah, I. I don't rough paddling has to be child abuse. I kind of want to start there. Well, I mean, yeah, you can actually probably through your lawyer legally. I mean, there's, there's require them to not paddle your children. I don't know what their laws are. I I don't know that that's true, but I, I would bring that up with with your divorce lawyer. Definitely ask the question because that's, I'm sorry. You shouldn't be, at least you should be able to object to it. Yeah. You're one of the parents too. You have rights in this, in that, that, that's, that's, really kind of where my first <laughs> where my mind went first right what you're not allowed what you don't have a, the right to do is prevent her from indoctrinating your child i'm yeah. pretty sure that you you can't legally just stop her from ta- from indoctrinating right here so so yes the question is when the kids are with you what can you do mm-hmm. uh and what should you do and <clears throat> mind you what you're about to get is advice from two people who don't know anything Right. Yeah. Neither of us have kids. We're both childless, and we're <laughs> not, there are there's no degree uh, in psychology hanging on either of our walls. Right. So that's a pretty strong preface. Yeah. To this, 
But if you just want some ideas, we've I've we've encountered these questions before. So and maybe you haven't. So so I'm we'll say some things. And the first thing that comes to my mind is that I don't think you should hit it head on. Mm. I think that the smarter way to go uh in terms of in in terms of uh encountering this is to say, you know what? I'm glad that your mom is teaching you that. That's what some people believe. Mm. I think the idea is just set up in their minds that there are alternatives mm-hmm. and that and that you want them to think to to really think about what's more reasonable and much more what's more real and never tell them what you think they should believe. Right. Just tell them how to think. Teaching tell them, them how to think. Teach them how to think. Yeah, yeah. Teach show, model for them uh way you know take them to places and just say how do you think that works? How so, do you think this works? He doesn't mention their ages, does he? <laughs> um no. It sounds to me, it seems like they're still quite young. Pretty though. young. Yeah, that's the and, sense that I get. And, uh, oh, six-year-old. Oh, no, that's him talking about his own, himself as a six-year-old. Right. Um, yeah, so like, I mean, when they're young, the easy is going to be easy for them. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I would, I would continue along with like what, what Dan's saying. And, and uh, I think it's about enrichment activities. Mm-hmm. It's about exposing them to as much of the world as you possibly can that's appropriate for their age. Right. Um, getting out to good museums if you have any around you. I would even suggest, as crazy as it might seem, to maybe go see what some other churches are up to. Take them to other churches. You know. Expose them to the fact that other people have, deeply believe right. in very in very different things. Right. If you have a, a, a Jewish synagogue, if you have a... a um, uh, uh, what do you call them? A mosque or anything? Like right. Get them, get them out to non-Christiany things, and because it's going to just broaden their view of the world, and I think that that's key in this way, in in this in this uh, whole thing. And if if your ex-wife objects, well, she doesn't have any right to. She doesn't. She and has no right to object to that. You and maybe I don't. I mean, I don't know. This is probably bad advice, but you can just be like, well, I don't really want them at at. at your church, but I'm not objecting to that. Right. You know? Right. And so I'm just trying to show them the world. I'm showing them what exists. Yeah. And and again, you have no doctrine to teach them no. as an atheist. And I think that that's great. The best thing you can teach your kids is that I don't know is the smartest answer. Yeah. And as they get older <clears throat> and they start, you know, being able to see the world a little bit more for as it is, I think you'll you'll start to see... Hopefully, cross your fingers, some uh, some decent results. Right, and I think, but, 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 but I think it's about being. It's I think that non-confrontation. Totally safe to say, yeah, mommy believes that, mm-hmm. but I don't believe that. Yeah. So it's up to you to decide what you believe. Yeah, absolutely. And mommy wants you to believe it, and mommy will tell you that it's definitely true. Uh-huh. But it's not definitely true. Right. It's maybe true, and that's something for you to explore. Yeah. And, you know, and I think you should, you know, and as they get older and start to understand things more, you can say things like, does that make sense to you? You know, say, hey, what did you learn in church? Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Well, you, do you read, think that that's true? Read Bogosian's book for crying out loud. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Make some little atheists. It's a manual for creating atheists. And it's and uh, seriously, read through it because you'll you'll learn how to, like, question Belief, right? An unfounded belief, in particular. How to question the concept of faith right. without actually going after specific tenets of the faith? Absolutely, yep. 
And I think that that's I think that what you need to do is model for them because because the thing the other thing is that you can't really teach. I mean, the best way to teach children is to model something for yeah, them. Yeah. So you know, if you go to a museum, just be like, oh wow, you know, or you know, even if you're just looking at the clouds. Mm-hmm. And you know, because because obviously, looking at the clouds from a religious perspective is all about God. Mm-hmm. Well, just look at the clouds and be like, "Wow, it's so neat that the water just evaporates from the earth mm-hmm. and evaporates from the ocean and goes up and collects in the sky mm-hmm. and then rains down when there's enough." And just say, you know, just 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 marvel mm-hmm. and 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 instill a sense of wonder. But with but with the the rational basis in it, yeah. you don't even have to tell them to believe it. Just believe it them yourself yeah. and show that it's nice. Yeah. And if they and you know what, if they end up growing up and they end up choosing to be Christian, um, at least hopefully then because of all the you know enrichment activities that you've you know involved them in right. and, and their exposure to the world, they won't be dumb Christians. They'll at least be cool, interesting, thoughtful Christians, which, you know what? That's such a good point. What? The truth is what you're, I don't think you should make your goal to create non-Christian kids. Yeah. You should make your goal to create cool kids, good people. Yeah. Just try to make Focus them good people yeah. and whatever they end up believing, if they're good people, it doesn't matter. I mean, it sucks. You want people to have to be more science based. We all do. We all want our loved ones to just encounter the world the way we do. Right. But fuck it. Yeah. Just make good kids. Make yeah. good people and you're fine. Yeah. And who knows? And also your ex sounds dumb. <laughs> so I'm sorry that you have to go through all that. Yeah. But congratulations on your divorce. I always congratulate people when they get a divorce because yeah. it's clearly the right thing. Yeah. If if things have gotten that bad, get out. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, I wanted to thank some some donors. We oh, have yeah. some donors that I needed to thank. Um, yes, we do. Lisa is uh, sent us a one time donation. Thank you very much for that. We got a one time donation from Aiden. Okay, Aiden. Can we talk about Aiden for just a moment? <laughs> we kind of have to. So, well. Do you want to read any of the message? Sure, she sure. says maybe not too much, too many of the details, but just uh, yeah. Uh, hi, Frank and Dan, spelled Frank like Frankenstein. Right, only it's Frank and Dan. Uh, I'm Aiden, a 12 year old atheist living in Utah. Uh huh. <laughs> oh. Isn't that amazing? Um, uh, I'm a, because my because my parents are terrible. I'm allowed to listen to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they are terrible and they should be ashamed of themselves. Oh no. Um I always look forward to the Pat Robertson breaks and uh, as they are both hilarious and gagging dosing at the same time. Um I and I think it would be nice to have oh he, he says something about uh what school he goes to which we're not going to say. Um and I think it would be nice to have you present an inspirational message to the student body. Don't know that that would be allowed. Yeah, might be might be a tough uh Anyway, he's case to make. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the great work. Hope this small donation helps. So I've had sweet. I've had a great time listening. Ugh. That is a twelve-year-old yeah. giving some money to our podcast. Are it's you amazing. kidding me? Amazing. I was I was that that one that one made my day. That one means truly truly made my that day. means a little extra. <laughs> that means a little extra. Thanks, Aiden. Yeah, thank you very much, Aiden. Uh, if you want to donate to the podcast, you can do so by going to the Thank God I'm Atheist website, thankgodimatheist.com, and looking for the support button yeah. on the right-hand side of the screen. We sure do appreciate it. 
helps us do stuff. We've got stuff in the works. We have stuff. We always say that, and people don't know. Yeah, well, this is good. This is some serious stuff. Yeah, we're going to be... This, this stuff is... We're, we're purchasing equipment. Just yeah. understand, there is equipment being purchased yeah. Yeah. for big for, new for things. stuff. Big new things yeah. right around the horizon. If you want to be a part of that, mm. then donate, y'all. <laughs> All right. We, yeah. Thank you very much. Everybody. So, here we go. We're launching in. Oh, and what are we we wow. are talking about getting drunk in Utah. <laughs> Which is actually not hard to do. No. Totally, not hard to do. totally possible. Uh, but we all know that there's this preconceived idea, this perception, that's the word I'm looking for, of, of Utah from the outside about getting booze in the state yeah. and uh you know it's not ill-founded it's not based on nothing yeah i it, mean it, it, we got some we got some quirky uh little little liquor laws i will say this they are way better than they used to be yeah i mean i'm thinking just 10 years ago better yeah like it's yep. it's, it's, it's remarkable what we've, we've made some to. improvements yeah i uh, mean for example you no longer have to be a member of the bar that you're going to? The bar does not have to be a, quote, private club. Exactly. This is how it used to be, everybody. Yeah. You went, and, and it scared so many tourists off. Because, like, they well, go they go to a place, and they'd be like, okay, are you a member? And they'd be like, oh, shit, no. I'm not a member yeah. of your club. Right. When, in fact, it really just, like, if you would go through the steps, it really was just a cover fee. Yeah, you were, just had it, to pay a cover charge and call it a private club and call it a temporary membership yeah exactly <laughs> so you were there for one night on your temporary membership and or it lasted for a few days whatever right it was, or whatever nonetheless i do it was an, so dumb anecdotally i did hear a lot of stories though about um uh, persons of color who were visitors to our fair city yeah uh feeling like that perhaps oh, they weren't being allowed in because it was a club yeah a private club i'm sorry this was a private club yeah and people... It really turned a lot of people off. Yeah, uh, but nonetheless, that no longer exists. So yeah, you can just walk into a bar, right. show your ID, <laughs> and, and get a drink. Right. Now, um, mind you, they'll scan your ID, which yeah. feels a little spooky. Now that one's a little weird. Yeah. Now they have, yeah, they scan it to and keep track. Yeah, they're I, keeping track of. And again, this is who's going to well, bars. But, but I heard that um, the reason that that happened was because um, a legislator. Uh, he his son had a an ID scanning company that wasn't doing very well. He couldn't convince the bars that it was a good idea, right? And so they just legislated it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. I believe it. Yeah, in this state, yeah, I totally believe that that happened. Uh, anyways, um, so anyways, getting a drink in the state of Utah. Um, the the real issue here is that the LDS Church has had its fingers in the look in politics mm-hmm. like they say they don't they, they they say they don't they very much claim that that is not what their agenda is about at no. all no 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 they don't want to control the state mind they... you here's the problem mm. the majority of utahns are mormons mm-hmm. and an even larger majority of utah legislators are mormons yes uh-huh. and therefore if the church happens to come out with a statement oh i don't know Maybe the week before the legislative session starts. <laughs> and that statement says something like, oh, I don't know. Don't change the liquor laws. They're fine. Mm-hmm. When they're not fine. That, there's still a lot of That carries a little bit of weight. 
It sure does. So yeah, that's they... so that's what happened. They came out with a statement uh, last this week. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the 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 LDS Church uh, that just said statement. I would call it marching orders. Actually, <laughs> it just said everything's fine with the liquor laws. We support them as they are. Yeah. And when a Mormon when Mormon leadership says something like we support things as they are. That translates very literally to, <clears throat> excuse me, don't fucking change it. Right. Yeah. Like, that is what they are saying. It's clear. It is a commandment at this point. <laughs> the Lord. Thou shalt not alter <laughs> Utah's liquor laws. Yeah. So maybe we should explain what some of the wacky wicker, l- wicker. The wicker laws. The wicker laws are in here in the fine state of Utah. Well, there's... You're the bartender between the two of us. Uh, Why don't you talk true. about it? Okay. So um, there... It, okay. So let's say it's a restaurant that's mm-hmm. being built. This is a new one. So all the old restaurants are grandfathered in. Okay. Okay. Um, the, 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 the restaurant as it's being built has to erect what is, what is colloquially called a, the Zion's Zion curtain. Yes. Um, which is just a protective shield, a wall. It protects you. Um, that prevents the, 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 those at the restaurant from seeing any kind of alcoholic beverage being, made or poured right or you're you sort. cannot because if the children it's, it's for the children it truly is for the mormon children if the children see them making the drinks they're gonna want one somehow that's gonna translate <laughs> to them leaving the church because they're alcoholics now yeah, yeah. so yes I, you're I, not I, allowed to mix a drink in front of the dining room of yeah. your restaurant let me tell you when i first my uh, i had a um when i was in college I got a job waiting tables at the old spaghetti factory. Oh, at the at Trolley Square for locals. Yep. Um, and uh, at that time, they we we were actually not allowed to mention that we had alcoholic beverages. <laughs> right, right, right. Until after the patron brought up the subject. Right. So we could not have table tents. We could not actually print on the menus. Any like any of the drinks? You had to have a separate menu. It had to be a separate that menu. Could be requested. Yes, it could be presented upon request. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, and so it, the the whole gist of the whole thing was that yeah they yeah. I mean, they didn't even want you saying oh can I get you a beer or a glass of wine right exactly or whatever right you're at a Mexican Nothing. restaurant and you're not allowed to mention that you have margaritas exactly yeah no none of that and so. So that's um, changed. That's that, that has changed. Different now, but it's still But now not... they've done this Zion's curtain thing. Right. Zion curtain. That's um, not, but that's not the only wacky thing. There's, that's not the only one. There's plenty of other wacky... You can only... You can have a maximum of 2.75 ounces of liquor in front of you at, at any given time. Right. So if you have a... Be- you could have a beer... You could. It used to be that if you had one drink... You could not have a second. You could not have a second. You had you, to literally, you, like, like if the server wanted to put another drink in front of you, you had to drink the you rest to, of your you drink and it. hand it to uh-huh. them, and then they could set down the next right. drink. Which now, makes how much sense when, when, the, uh, when the stated goal of the liquor laws is to prevent consumption? Right. Or right. To present, pre, it's to reduce overconsumption, right? Right. Well, you just told the person to pound their drink. So anyways, but now you can have two beers in front of you. You could have two glasses of wine in front of you. You could have a beer and a wine. You right. could have wine or beer with a spiritist drink. Right. Or 
Oh, wait. There is no other or. You can't you have... You cannot have two spirit drinks in front of you at the right. same time. Right. Exactly. Unless the one is basically done. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And then... Yeah. But that's that's <laughs> that's uh, weird technicality. Yeah. All of this... All of this is... And the onus is on the server and or bartender because they can be... Because if you are caught in violation of any of these rules, you can personally be def- be fined pretty large amounts yeah it's like in the two thousand dollar range right yeah it's pretty bad the restaurants also find mm-hmm. um and most places will just fire you yeah if if um if if you happen to because because here's the thing and and it might just seem like in most places people are probably like oh well if you get caught well no in the state of utah they actually send in sting operations mm-hmm. regularly mm-hmm. and so they send in underage uh um people who are working with the cops and they present their ID. And if you don't read it correctly, if you don't catch the, or if you don't actually ask for the ID, if you right. s- put the drink down in front of them, then you're voila, screwed. You're, you're, you're totally screwed. screwed. Um, yeah. What, what are some of the other funky donkey? The thing we're getting really like bogged down in the laws and in a little wonkish. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean the, the idea is that there are a lot of different laws. People, the the that whole three point two law three percent three point two percent alcohol by weight in, mm-hmm. in in beer gets a lot get you get a lot of questions about like do you have any real beer mm-hmm. you guys have any real beer here yeah and I'm always just like sure <laughs> <laughs> or all of our beer is real define real yeah exactly because I'm pretty sure the number of awards we have it's not fairy tale beer yeah this is actual beer um but but so. I think, the, but the reason that we're bringing it up is because none of our liquor laws. Be, well, so so this recent thing with 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 the LDS Church saying things are fine the way they are. Uh-huh. Their argument is they make a very compelling argument. Utah has some of the lowest <laughs> arrests mm-hmm. uh, in in terms of uh, DUI, DUI, mm-hmm. public intoxication, uh, um, and and some of the and, we have and, the lowest rates of binge drinking. Yeah, uh, we have. Um, yeah, so forth and so on. Like you, you name it. Pretty, as far as, pretty. So, so clearly they're working, right? Our liquor laws work, unless, or... unless, <laughs> unless you factor in the fact that over fifty percent of our population is Mormon and they're not allowed to drink. Yeah, which they don't factor in that fact at no, all. They don't in making that, those claims. I, I would say that we, if you look at the drinking population, and, boy, howdy, binge drinking. Huge. Huge. Because they're re- reacting against these laws. Yeah. Like, like people are trying to work around the laws mm-hmm. and are making themselves worse off because of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I, so I, it, it's just a matter of like this and you don't have to drink. And like our point is not that is not that, you know, drinking is great. That's although, not what we're trying. Although it's kind of it's fun. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, we have no problem with it. And you can come and drink with us on Wednesday the ninth, the 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 twelfth, twelfth February, 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 two thousand fourteen. However, um, our point is simply that we live in a theocracy, and it's stupid. That's yeah. most. That's mostly our point. Well, it, <laughs> the the point is is that they 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 try really hard to say they don't interfere. 
until <laughs> something's not going the way they wa- already wanted it to go. Right. And they interfere. Well, and what's amazing about this is that they're interfering in a way that they so don't have to. They've no. got no horse in this race at no. all. No. Except, well, I mean, now mind you, the state role runs, the state controls all the liquor stores. Uh-huh. So the state gets money off of it. But right. there's been, well, we're, the, in a, the, we're in a conservative state. The state gets state. not only markup. Right. Right. They, they don't get just the markup from the wholesale price. They also get taxes. Right. There's exactly. also sales tax on top of the it. Ta- the state gets all of the money. Yeah. And the thing is that, like, we're in a state where if you said, hey, why don't we privatize the electricity? Or, or rather, why don't we, why don't we make, why don't we have publicly owned the, the electricity? They would be like, are you kidding me? Mm. Are you crazy? Right. Everything needs to be privatized. Private right. industry does better. Right. Private right. industry always does better. Mm-hmm. This is conservative. Mm-hmm. Until you get to liquor. Yeah. And then they're fine running a state monopoly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And it's because the church says so. Oh, yeah. It's only because the, the church, church says just, so. Well, yeah. We just need people to move to Utah. Well, what we need we is... Reasonable people... Yeah. Please come to our state. Yeah. It's a cool state. It's, it's an awesome state. It's just I, that uh I'm not well, from and the here. other thing is I stayed. The other college. thing is that they uh they you know there are people who don't want to have their conventions here because everybody's afraid of their liquor, liquor laws. Yeah. I mean that's and that's all perception. You can totally get a good drink in Utah. Yeah. There are great bars. There's bars all over downtown. Yeah. Not that so it, not, not that like... they make it hard for you as a as a as a proprietor. To get your liquor license, to, yeah. you know, they make it tricky to open a bar. But once oh, yeah. the bar is open, you can get your drinks. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, there you go. Mormons and booze. Mormons. They do not like it. And they don't like you They're doing it. They're afraid of it. More to the point, they don't want you to do it. But do you remember your perception of alcohol, Dan, as a, right. as a young believer? It was the same as my perception of drugs. Oh, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't, a, it wasn't like... It, there was no sense that you could just have a a nice social drink, right? Or that you could, you know, maybe smoke weed once, and it was and once or twice a year, and, and it not was be fun. a bad person. It was alcohol and drugs are bad, right? It was this horrible thing. It was this like it was like seriously, if you were drinking, it meant you were a bad person. <laughs> it meant that you were on Satan's side and not on Jesus's side. Oh yeah, yeah, clearly. Well, we're on Satan's side on this one. I'm afraid. Mm. So there you go. I would love to be able to talk to someone uh, from the church and just ask them why. Why yeah. do you? Why do you care? Right. Why does it matter well, to clear. you? They they care because they don't want it around them. <laughs> I mean, that's all it is. They, but why? They, I, you know what? I think maybe that, everybody's that, having more video, fun than they are, and they're just jealous. You know, that video that we watched, where the guy's like, you know, I mean. It's this is a, a re, lo, high-ranking official of the LDS Church right. on video talking about this statement of theirs, and he's like, he's like, well, you know, like um, everybody has weird liquor laws. Yeah. No, oh, no, he was, no liquor laws across the country are the same. So he was all super weird. defensive about you the know? idea that pe- anyone would say that Utah's <laughs> liquor laws are weird. He was super <laughs> defensive. He was like, well, anyone who says that is just not paying attention because. You know, yeah. other parts of the country have dry counties and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, they're you know weird, too. I th- I personally think that they like, they know that it's weird and oh, they like it. They because do. they know that it keeps people away. They know that it keeps um, 
the wrong sort away. And And they know that it, that it controls the population. They know their time is limited. Right. (laughs) No, they know, they know it. They know that like, as Salt Lake continues to grow and industry moves in, a lot I mean, people from, are going to be coming in from out of state, and they're terrified at the prospect. Yeah, they they also have this identity built around being weird, yeah. about being the weird religious group, peculiar, the God, peculiar people. Yeah, yep. The Lord's people are a peculiar people, and that's then that's what they've built their their whole identity mm-hmm. around. So yeah. you know, if Utah's liquor laws get normal, it would it, we, they would lose part of who they are. <laughs> And they can't. They Utah can't, can't be that. perceived as normal. No. Which I don't know that we're in any danger of any time no, soon. No, no, clearly. No. <laughs> That's what I like about the place. But. Anyway, uh, if you have any questions uh, about, you know, where to go to get a good drink in Utah or any other things. Or if you're visiting and you just want to know. Yeah. You can write to us. Yeah. We're at uh, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. You can send us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Right. Or uh, you can go to just go to our Facebook page and ask around. Folks will tell you that at facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. All right. Um, well, thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use their music. And thanks. so generous. Thanks, Mackers, for throwing stuff up onto the intertubes for us. Yep. It's great stuff. And uh, we will talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.